Welcome to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about what it means to embrace our unique and creative selves, how we can do it, how I've learned that by embracing our creative selves and our own uniqueness, we can empower all of us. As part of this, I share how my path of embracing my unique and creative self has changed over the years, how it worked when I first started doing it, what it looks like today, and how I'm learning to do it more and more every day in the midst of the ups and downs of daily life and all that's going on in the world. And in this podcast, I share how by embracing and empowering my unique and creative self, my work, my art, and ultimately my life has changed for the better. And yours can too. So join me as we go on this journey of embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves together. Welcome back to the Creating from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I am... Well, I'm just going to dive right in and paint a picture for you before I go more into this episode. You're making dinner. You've been having a good day. You've been feeling fine. You've been feeling actually maybe elated, maybe like you've had all kinds of new insights or new experiences or new ideas or flow in your work or in your life or just in your experience. But then that was earlier. Now you're making dinner and all of a sudden a feeling grips you like panic like almost like a big pair of kitchen tongs grabbing you (laughs) and um I don't mean to laugh because it does not feel funny but it's like you're being held in the grips of something that is so terrifying so scary so uh so not good feeling. You may feel like you're going to throw up, literally. You may feel like you just can't take it. You may feel like you don't know how to get, how to get past this. You don't know how to go on. You can't seem to distract yourself. You can't seem to focus on something else. It just seems like you are in the grips of something that does not feel good and that feels really scary. Actually, 
most likely terrifying because it's this feeling you have in you like you you can't get past it you can't do anything about it your mind may race trying to come up with new solutions your mind may race trying to think about ways out of it or what you could do or how to fix it but nothing is working nothing is uh, making sense what is it that I'm describing? What is this experience that I'm describing? Well, I can't say that everybody has this experience. Um, but what I know is that a lot of people are having experiences like this now. And really what I've come to understand because I have had this. I've not only had it, I have it repeatedly and it's it's like the versions that I had before versus the versions that I have now are walks in the park compared to the versions that I have now. And what what is this that I'm talking about? What I have come to understand having experienced this kind of thing at different levels over the years is that what this is, what I'm describing is part of waking up, part of awakening. And what I mean by that, because there are a lot of words out there, there are a lot of people that use that term. So I'm, I don't care anything about about anybody else's terms, I'm going to tell you what it means to me, because um, that's what I found serves me the most. And you can decide what you can listen to me and decide if it resonates or not, and make your own decisions about works for you, what works for you, because that's what I'm always encouraging you to do. Don't take my word for it. Tune into yourself. Um, what I have come to understand is that when I feel like this, this is part of my journey of waking up, of awakening. And what that is, it is a waking up to new awarenesses within myself, to new opportunities for ways of being in more empowered ways, more empowered and where I can kind of flow and align with my own energy more. Um, but the problem is it doesn't feel like that when you're going through it. When you're going through it, it feels like what I described at the start of this, which is you feel like you're being held in the grips. You feel like you don't, you, you might, it can feel like you're panicking. You're like having maybe what you might call a panic attack, or you feel panicky, or you feel like you're going to throw up, or you feel just nauseous, and you just don't even know what to do. And you may think you're going crazy. And you may wonder, 
if you're the only one. And you may think, oh my God, I've lost it. And I am here to tell you, none of that is true. You are not going crazy. You have not lost it. Um, Many other people are going through this. I have gone through this and I am still going through this. And I guess the reason I want to describe it in this way is because the moment you've kind of gone through it, you don't remember what it was like. It's like immediately it can feel, um, it, it can feel different and you can have a different experience. But when you're in the midst of it, that's not what it's like at all. And, and so even me, I've talked a lot about my awarenesses and my insights that have come up and new ways of being and new um, aspects of, you know, new beliefs about myself. But usually when I'm talking about them, it's after it has happened. And therefore, there is a certain resolution or a certain like peace and knowing in place that I've come to the other side. Think about if you were, um, let's say you were crossing, let's say you were crossing a, a river in the mountains. You're going on a hike and you need to cross this river and it looks like, you know, yeah, you want to get to the other side. That's your trail. Yeah. Um, you're like, okay, cool. And the river seems calm and it seems fine. And you're like, okay, cool. And so you go out into the water. It doesn't seem very deep. And then the next thing you know, you find yourself in the, you know, torrent of, um, massive, uh, like, rapids and the water is gushing around you and it is getting higher and it feels like it is just gonna just pull you along down and you you know are kind of like thinking oh my god I think there's like this it's like you have this feeling inside of you like this terror because you feel like you're going to drown at any moment you're 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 dying you you're going to be swept away down a huge waterfall or you're just going to get knocked unconscious under a rock or any number of things you're in the midst of that river feeling that at the moment but if you make it out to the other side If you make it through to the other side, afterwards, you never quite remember what the experience was like in the midst of it. You never quite remember it the same way, or at least to be able to describe it. And that is what I'm trying to do for you right now. Because if you are listening to this episode, I want you, I'm suspecting that you have had this experience or you're maybe having this experience now. Um, And I want you to understand what I've learned about what's going on because I've had this happen a lot. Um, I had it happen years ago, you know, all my life really um, without like, without so much, um, like with more kind of time in between, 
these experiences of feeling really intense. Um, in other words, I'd have one and then like a longer period would go by and then I'd have something else. And so it kind of happened, you know, more, um, like not so frequently enough that by the time the next one came around, I'd kind of forgotten about the old one. And, and that is part of what, um, well, let me just see if I can explain this. So I would later come to an awareness of what those things were doing as part of my life and part of my evolution of my power and my empowerment and my consciousness. And, um, and I would be like, wow, okay, yeah, I went through all that. I can see now that I have this knowing. I can see that I have this stuff in me that I didn't have. This, I didn't have the perspective and the awareness and the knowing and the insights before that incident that I do now. And I can see how that situation gave me that. And I can appreciate it. Of course, this kind of awareness tended to to come for me, you know, kind of like a while later after I was like far enough away from it that I could get a different perspective on it. And the thing is that since um, 2020, in 2020, I went through uh, some, well, it didn't, what happened is progressively, um, kind of like starting, it wasn't really starting in 2018, but I started to become more aware of how this is happening um, in 2018. And I would talk about stuff in my first podcast. And I started to kind of see how I would have these pivotal moments where it's like I changed like radically from like one perspective to another in in more radical ways than I had ever done um because I always had felt like I could see my own changes but it's like they were greater and then in 2020 I went through a massive amount of changes and then since 2020 it's like these um changes happen more frequently and with more intensity. And so, you know, this isn't my first rodeo. And yet, and yet I will tell you that every time I have a situation like this happen, it is just as terrifying. It really is. It is so terrifying. Um, because, well, I haven't had anyone really be able to tell me about what was really going on. I was navigating it myself. So that's part of why I want to share this with you. So in, in case this resonates with you, in case you've experienced this, um, because what, what I want to share some of the things that I've learned that have been really helpful for me that, um, that I've kind of learned to do. So 
in around 2021, I started to realize that I would have experiences where like my, I would feel tension in my body. Um, and so I started to learn how to kind of like soften my, um, physical reaction to whatever was going on instead of fighting it to try to relax into it almost like um like when I first learned how to do it it was about learning how like um when you have like a charley horse I don't know if you've ever had like a charley horse in your foot or something where you've got like a really strong cramp and if you try to fight against it it just seems to get stronger and it's almost like what you need to do is you just need to kind of find a way to focus and find a way to focus and kind of relax into it and then it can kind of soften and slow down so that I found very helpful and that might be something to kind of help you if you're experiencing physical stuff um physical stuff and also really allowing yourself to breathe breathing so trying to relax and also trying to focus on your breathing. And, you know, there are a lot of good reasons for that. Like if somebody is having a traditional panic attack, um, that's what often someone who's trained in understanding how to address it will do. They'll, they'll ask the person having it to look at them, to focus on them, the other person, and then to breathe, you know, to breathe, because they're trying to get them from this kind of state of um, panic and, and, and um, where they're like cycling to a place where they can start to kind of focus on something else. And, and so if you can bring yourself to your breathing, and try to relax in your breathing or relax with your body, that can be really helpful. But there are some other things I want to talk about, too, related to, like, for me, um, aside from feeling like nausea, or feeling like I'm gonna, you know, vomit sometimes, um, what I've found that when I'm experiencing something like this, it's often just all kind of like in my head, like to somebody outside, they don't see what's happening. Like I could be standing at the kitchen sink experiencing this. And my husband could be at our kitchen island and have no idea that this is going on with me. It's kind of different than more of like a physical related um, experience or what somebody might have when they're having a physical reaction to panic. And um, the thing that the thing that is important, well, there's a lot of things that are important to recognize, is that in this situation, it can literally feel like there is nothing else existing in the world except for the feelings that you're having. And um, 
it, it's almost like everything else kind of shuts down and your awareness is just zooms in on this one thing. And what is really going on is that you are, it's like you're kind of upgrading yourself through your awareness. And there is an old version of you things that you've bought into, things that you've believed about yourself that have been kind of so um, innate to the way that you live and the way that you operate and the way that you think. And those aren't serving you anymore. And new awarenesses and ways of being are now kind of have been awakened in you and they're kind of like almost like auto installing within your whole energetic and physical and emotional systems but it's almost like the old program is still there and it does not want to leave and why doesn't it want to leave? A lot of times because it's it's almost like it's like so ingrained in all of your practices and all of your habits and all of your ways of being. It's like so core to you that it feels like it is all of you. It feels like that is all there is to you. And that's why it's so terrifying it feels like you're not going to survive and you can feel an incredible sense of terror and panic and like looming death and it may not make any sense because it may be related to some kind of story like it could be something like um and everybody is different in terms of what story and what beliefs are coming up specifically for them. But say, for example, you, um, you've been kind of operating under this premise that you won't ever, people won't ever love you, not the way that you want to be loved. And you can have been having experiences where you feel like you're becoming more empowered and you're believing in, you know, the idea that that doesn't have to be your experience or doesn't have to be your life or your reality. But then what can happen is you can have this moment, literally, where it's like, this whole thing is coming up and it just keeps playing in your head. Like you are never going to get, you know, the kind of love that you think you want. And I'm just using this as, as an example. Um, you know, it, it could be a career you want. It could be, it could be any number of things. Um, anything, any belief that you've had uh, that's really core to yourself and um and so what's happening is it is so it has been such a part of the way you've lived your life and the way that you've believed kind of like what you think you are what your awareness of what you are 
is so tied up in this belief, but this belief isn't serving you anymore. And it's like some part of you is like, we're not having it anymore. And we've got a new version of more empowering stuff coming in. But it's like, it's so core to you, this old thing. It's not serving you, but it's so ingrained in you. It's like, it feels like it's like wrapped into, you know, all of your muscles and, 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 and cells of your body and, and, and all of that. And really, what it is, is it can feel like you are literally dying because this part of you that has been so dominant in disempowering you, it is not you. It is not the true you. It never was. It never will be. You've woken up to it and you're ready to let it go. But it's been so ingrained in you in ways that you don't even realize that it can feel like for it to be kind of uninstalled and this new kind of way of being to be installed. And again, I'm kind of using, there's no installing and uninstalling really happening, but I'm kind of using that as like a metaphor to kind of help illustrate this, but it can feel like, it can feel like that's all of you and it can feel like you are dying, but you're not. What is dying is this version of you. What is dying is this version of you that isn't even you. What is dying is, and it's not even dying, it's just being like let go. It's like you've become aware of it. And in the awareness, it's like you're shining light of your own awareness on a part of you that you had been unaware of. And it's really what it is, is it's an energetic frequency difference between the part of you that is aware and the part of you that is at a lower level of awareness or consciousness, which is this part of you that does not, you know, kind of want to leave or, or, or it's holding on. It, it's like, It's like a battle between these two frequencies, if you will. At least that's the way it feels. Okay. It's not really a battle. It just feels that way. And it feels that way because you're holding on. Sometimes in ways you don't even understand just because of habit almost at a cellular level to ways of being that you've practiced for so long. And you might be like, yeah, well, Michelle, I've had this happen and I'm not trying to hold on to this, but it just, it, I can't, it's nothing's changing. And boy, have I had that conversation before, like I am not holding on to this and yet I'm still struggling. Well, what's going on is that, 
Um, It is so ingrained in you. I've come to realize that there are so many things, so many things that we do that are not empowering in which we give our own power of choice, our own energy away and we don't know it and we don't see it. And this is often what is the case is that you are not conscious in many cases of how ingrained this is. And so what does that mean? Does that mean you need to dig your shovel out and start attacking it and, you know, whatever? No, that's not what that means at all. As a matter of fact, that doesn't, that's not going to serve you. What I find that is helpful when I'm having an experience like this, going through a really key pivotal part of the awakening an empowerment, an empowering, you know, process that I'm going through and that I believe we are all going through at different um, degrees and different speeds because our own choice and free will has something to do with it, um, with how that works. It's like, What I found is really helpful is first of all, knowing about this and reminding myself like, okay, you know, I'm not crazy. I've had this happen before. Um, I've made it through. And afterwards it didn't, I couldn't even understand why it was that hard. Isn't that crazy? You could be going through the like toughest transition and evolution of your own awareness within yourself and your own personal growth. And then afterwards you're like, well, why didn't I just do that sooner? Well, you didn't do it sooner because you weren't ready to do it sooner. And when you're ready to do it, it can feel like what I'm describing. But once you get to the other side, it's like being on that other side of that river, it's almost like it kind of gets erased. Not completely, you can still remember it, but you don't remember it the same way. It doesn't feel the same way. But when you're in the midst of it, you don't know that. It's almost like everything comes down and you just feel like you have blinders on to everything in the world except for that which you are experiencing. And so, like I said, things that I found that can be helpful or that have helped me, one is being aware. Being aware of the fact that I've gone through really hard things before and I have made it and reminding myself of that. And um you know, maybe use the term keeping the faith, you know, keeping the faith. And whether you believe that's faith in source, or, you know, if you use the word God, or Jesus, or yourself, or just the faith in something you don't know, um, that's unnamed, just maybe that helps you. Like, I'm going to keep 
the faith. I'm keeping the faith. I'm believing. I'm believing. I'm believing I'm going to be okay. I'm believing I'm going to get through this. I'm going to take a little segue for a moment to explain a little story. When we were moving to uh, Montana, um, before we moved to Montana, when we left California and we put our house on the market and we got into uh, a 35 foot RV and we put all of our stuff in belonging in storage and we left and we didn't know what the heck we were doing or where we were going to end up. We thought we were going to Montana because we had liked it, but we weren't sure if that was going to work. Um, we literally just put one foot in front of the other every day in the vast sea of uncertainty every single day and it was not easy but and and once we got here it was not easy because we were looking for a house for a long time but then once we got this house and I look back on those experiences. I never, even though I know how hard it was in the journey that we took, I never can quite tune into how it felt in the moments. In the moments when, and there are some moments where it was like, okay, we're doing this, I'm feeling okay. And there are other moments where like, oh my God, I don't know what we're doing. And, you know, like for us, it was when we finally, we got to Montana, we're like, it was really cold and um, we couldn't find a house and we didn't know what we were going to do and everything was really uncertain. And then, um, oh my gosh, so many things that like, even when we found this house and then we had all kinds of things that came up in the, in the closing. And it was like, are we, is this not even going to happen? You know, um, there's so many things. So those moments, those lowest moments, no matter what, my memory of them now is never going to be like what the experience was like in the moment. Because right now, I know how it turned out. I know how the story ended up. I can see what that taught me and what I learned to do, and what it gave me, and I can see what more power those experiences gave me, how I let go of old beliefs, and old, um, I allowed new awarenesses, and new empowerment of myself to go on that journey, and do that, Um, I can see that now, but when I was in the midst of it, I couldn't see that, I didn't have, you know, a crystal ball. I didn't know how it was going to end up. I didn't know what was going to happen. And you don't either right now. And that's the thing. So what I find that's the most helpful or what I have found that's helpful is when I'm going through this again now to remind myself of that. Even though 
I don't have the 2020 hindsight um, in the same way, just to be like, okay, I remember I went through a really crazy time and, and it was so hard. I can't, I can't really, it doesn't feel like it does right now. This feels like the biggest thing that I'm going through now. And it feels kind of like nothing like that, but I got through that and I know that was hard. And I know that I'm just going to focus on that and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to just choose to believe that I'm okay and that I'm going to be okay. And this I also find is also a really good time to um, it's like you can ask your own higher consciousness, your own higher self, your own inner guidance and just kind of almost like throw yourself at that part of you, your, at that part's feet, doesn't have feet and whatever. I'm just using this as an illustration, but kind of like throw yourself down at the mercy and say, I don't know how to do this. And I don't know what to do, but just kind of like ask or pray or choose to ask for the answers that I also find very comforting. And I've learned a lot about what, uh, what that really is, um, that you are actually talking to the part of yourself, which is your higher consciousness that already knows what you are, that already knows it's like it's already the version of you that has already made the change. Um, and the part of you that's doing the asking is the part of you that is holding on to an old way of being, if you understand what I mean. So it's almost like two parts of yourself talking to each other. And other things that I find that are helpful is when you're experiencing this, if you can practice any level of self-care and soothing, that can be really helpful as well. So allowing yourself to breathe, like I said, and maybe this is the time where you take a bath or you get a cup of tea or, um, you know, you pet your cat or maybe you cry or, um, you know, you ask for a hug from a loved one, or you give a hug to a loved one, all kinds of things that are kind of under that self care category can really help when you are in this state of being when you're going through this process. And what I've found is that Things always look different in the morning when I have 
been at this place. When I've been at this place, it's like no matter how dark it feels or how scary it feels or how panicky it feels, um, if I can just put one foot in front of the other and I can just do as much self-care as I can and I can remind myself and I can ask myself for, you know, help and support that when I go to sleep and then when I wake up the next day, I find some level of something having changed. And there are a lot of reasons for that um, that have to do with the fact that we like our consciousness lines up with our higher consciousness when we're sleeping. That actually is what, when we're truly sleeping and resting, that is what happens. It's like our awareness of where we're at now syncs up with our true knowing and highest version of our awareness of ourselves. And um, so we don't feel that battle between us and us that we do, uh, like what I'm describing. So these are the some of the things that I wanted to talk about um, in this in this episode to understand different things that you can do. Now, one of the big things that I also do, um, if you have a meditation practice, that can be really, really good. Uh, for sure. I do connecting inward. And that is my my method that I use. And um, if you know how to do connecting inward, um, or if you want to learn how to do it, it's on wait list right now at the time this published this episode is is being published, um, because I'm evolving it and updating it. But, you know, you can sign up to be notified about that. Um, But there are those types of practices can also help you kind of get in the regular, not just doing them once, right? Like, Um, The benefit of connecting inward or meditation, I mean, sure, doing it once can be helpful, but it's really about the practice of it. It is about the practice of it, like, like it becomes then a tool that allows you to navigate these types of experiences, um, kind of with more tools in your toolkit, if you will, because you're, you're training yourself how to tune into your own awareness more and tune into your own energy more and being able to tune in uh, to yourself more. Um, Specifically, that's what happens through connecting inward and with meditation, uh, traditional meditation practices. It depends on where you're at with your evolution of your practice. But in many cases, a lot of people have learned how to um, be able to just kind of quiet their their mind and focus on their breathing. And that gives them a state of peace um, and a state of uh, 
access to some of these inner resources that you have. So those are some other things. Um, other things that I, let's see if there were other things that I wanted to kind of mention. It's really helpful if you make a list of things that feel good to you that you can do to take care of yourself in experiences, you know, and, and times like this, like what kinds of stuff feels good to you? Um, what kind of stuff feels like self-care and, and then practice that or choose to embark on that if you're having an experience like this. And it's good to just kind of have those things in your back pocket that you can do because when you're in the middle of this kind of a change, you're not, it's not really the time for you to be kind of exploring new things. It's the time when you want to just be able to pull out something that really works for you and do it to get some, you know, kind of relief and to get some kind of centeredness if you're feeling a lot of panic and you're feeling of a lot of uncertainty. So these are the kinds of things that I wanted to talk about, you know, related to this, related to this topic. And this topic is really the process what's not the entire process, but I'm describing one step in the process that can happen in what we call awakening. And awakening, like I said, there are a lot of different um, people that use different word, uh, different, um, they put different connotations on that. And there's, um, I think there's a lot of dogma, a lot of stuff that I think takes, I think it really hurts people and can take you down rabbit holes um, that aren't very empowering at all. But to me, when I use the word awakening in this way, think of it as waking up to more empowered parts of yourself that are ready to start playing a bigger role or a role in your life. They've been there, but it's almost like they've been on pause and other ways of living, other beliefs, other things have kind of been um, practices and ways you've been living, uh, ways that haven't been empowering. And now these, these more empowering ways, it's like your awareness has come to them within you and it's like they're turning on and um they're turning on for your benefit but the problem is it can feel so much like a dying and terrifying and it's not I mean if you think you're dying literally like you're you know you've been hit by somebody or or you know, or you're having a heart attack or something like that, seek medical attention. Um, but if it's kind of just happening and you can tell it's happening more like in your inner awareness, um, then that's what I'm talking about here. And it is literally think of it as like a new program 
that is empowering becoming activated, but an old program that is disempowering, that has been kind of so part of the way you live and do things that it's, it's not, um, it's like it's kind of holding on. It's kind of holding on and trying to almost, it, it feels almost like it's trying to stay in place. Um, but it can't stay in place. <laughs> That's the problem. And this is what causes the panic because some part of you knows that you can't go back. You cannot reverse you can't go back to what you were doing but you can't seem to go forward and you feel like you're in you're stuck it's like being in that river and you 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 thought it was okay and you went out into the river and now you're in these rapids and you feel like you're drowning but you can't go back to the other side because you just can tell you're not going to make it back to the other side but you don't know how to make it to the to the to the side that you're uh, the destination side, if you will, in this metaphor. And that's where you're having the panic. So in those circumstances, that's where what I'm talking about can be helpful. And recognizing that you're not alone in this, that you are not crazy, that this is happening to other people as well. And it is not just you. Um, it may be on different beliefs and different subjects, and they may describe it differently. But uh, this is happening for a lot of people uh, at different levels. And it's not just you. And that this is something that you do have the power to navigate. You have the power to navigate this step. The, actually, I'm going to close on this. This is really important. What I've come to understand is that when you come to this level of awareness, you will not get to this place unless you are ready to kind of move to the other side. You just, you won't, you won't come to the awareness um, of this and this kind of experience until you have enough power and empowerment of your own energy. Enough, it's like you're flowing enough of your own power that you can navigate this. You can navigate this. I'm going to say it again. You can navigate this, but it mostly in all my experiences can feel like you don't think you can navigate it. And that is literally because it's almost like this changing of one level of power to the next. And it can feel to your own self like a dying 
or terror or panic. But it's not. That's just what it feels like. And that you can navigate this and that you will make it through this and that you do have the resources. So I will end there and I'm sure I will talk about this in more episodes because it's so key. Um, It's so important, but I will end there for today's episode until the next time. Hang on. I ended this episode and then more knowing came to me that I wanted to add on to this. Because like I said, when you're in the midst of it, um, it feels different. And then afterwards, you don't remember all the details. But my own inner guidance reminded me of some key things. One of the key things that I wanted to add to this is that I found that when I'm going from an old belief and then a new belief, it can feel like there is no way the new belief that you want to believe, but you don't know how to believe because it doesn't seem possible, could ever be true. It doesn't seem possible. You don't know how it could happen. It, it, it hasn't. Your knowledge of um, what has happened in the past doesn't support it. And therefore, it can just feel like something completely impossible or something that can't happen. And what I have found that in addition to all the other things that I talked about, that if I can just keep letting myself breathe and keep reminding myself of the things that I've talked about so far and then keep saying, I don't know how, I don't have to know how, but I can choose to just believe that somehow, some way that this can happen. So I don't have to know how, I don't have to know how it works, but I can just choose to believe that somehow, some way, this can happen. And um, a lot of times it can feel like where you can just kind of say to yourself, I give up, I don't know how to do this, I don't know how to make this happen, but I'm just going to believe that this can happen. This can happen. That I am choosing to believe that this can happen. That is a key step that when I have done it has really helped me. And um, I don't know if I don't know if I've kind of like um, had the change of the belief and, and kind of like the transformation happen if I am not ready yet 
to say, I am just making this choice to believe. Because anytime I've ever gone through this, it's like, I, I feel like I'm backed up. I can't, I'm backed up against a wall. I can't go back and I don't know how to go forward. So the only thing I can do is choose that I don't know how, and I'm not sure how it's going to work, but I am just going to choose to believe that somehow, some way this can happen. And that is what does whatever it does. And it seems like it is in the process of doing that, that then um, I can, you know, do self-care or whatever. And then it feels like after a period of time, something shifts and uh, the new way of being starts to come in and um not because I'm looking for it but once I kind of just like let go into that then I find later on like the next day or even sometimes later on um that I can feel different and I feel like something has shifted in me it's like there is what I've come to find is that after the fact is that I realized that it is after that, that my belief has changed because of what I've done. And that's where it's like that old belief has kind of um, uninstalled, if you will, and the new belief has kind of been installed. But there's also... um, you know, there's also uh, moments where that you have to kind of keep practicing that and make that choice um, repeatedly. And I've had that happen as well, where like it, it happens in the one circumstance and then another situation comes up and I have it again and again and again. And I think what that is, what what I've come to understand is that that's really when we are making a change, like I said, that is just so ingrained in us that um, it's like it affects different aspects of our lives at different times. And so we can experience it in this one situation and then it can kind of come up and we need to make Make that choice again in the next situation and and over and over again because you're developing this new practice and this new belief you're developing your belief in the new belief so that it kind of becomes more um kind of like installed and more habitual uh is is kind of a good way to think about it. So that's the additional thought that I wanted to add. And um, now I will truly end on this note until the next time. I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the creating from the inside out, embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button Share this episode with others and leave me a rating and review in iTunes. 
To connect with me, visit me on Facebook and Instagram at the Creating from the Inside Out podcast, where I share related content and support on how we can empower our unique and creative selves from the inside out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, you can visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.